guys, welcome to Let's Do This. This podcast is designed to give you tips, tricks, and advice that can help you save stress, time, and money, and make your Disney vacation or any other vacation that you are planning more magical. All episodes of this podcast can be found on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Positive reviews are always appreciated, and you can always support this podcast at no cost to you by booking your Disney vacation or any other vacation uh, through me, and you can get started by sending an email to jessica at happilyeveraftertravel.com. And now we have a lot of information to cover. As you have noticed, I have been MII on um, on the episodes on this podcast. One, because life got really busy. But two, I also had troubles with my social media. Um, you know, and by trouble, I mean like we had a little hacker that got in the middle of the way and we had to restart my Instagram account. So it's no longer let's do this. Now it's let's do this podcast. <laughs> so it's a little bit longer but you can still find us. The logo is still the same on the picture, but I had to restart all my social media. And for a while I didn't have any access to like my passwords and I had to like redo all that stuff. Now, after all that drama, you know, has happened. Um, I've had the opportunity to visit both, um, Disney world and Disneyland. And, um, I guess both like three places and universal Hollywood studios. Um, uh, so I have, a lot of material and a lot of things to talk about, but Disney is, is being Disney, right? So they continue to send updates every single day of new things coming up to the parks, and I have been having like trouble keeping up. So on my um, previous two episodes, I talk about, um, I had given you on episode 15, a bunch of review, um, not reviews, but like updates of things that were coming up and things that I was going to be uh, privileged enough to try so that I could tell you about them. And then, um, you know, episode 16, talk about my review of Cinderella's Royal Castle, um, the dining experience in there. But we're not going to focus on the dining right now. We are going to talk about three things. Just give you a little update on the three things that I have mentioned in episode 15 that were happening. And one of them is uh, the Tron ride. The other one is about meeting uh, Baby Yoda. Uh, okay, it's not Baby Yoda. His name is Grogu. I know. And, um, you know, and the other one will be the meet and greet for Moana that was coming to Animal Kingdom. So I've had the privilege and the opportunity to experience all three of those things. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, when it comes to Tron, I have read the reviews, right? Like um, people, you know, there's mixed reviews. Some people liked the ride. Some people didn't like the ride. I absolutely loved it. So it's one of my top favorite ones. I do wish the ride was a little bit longer because I believe it comes a little bit under two minutes in there. The wait is still pretty insane, even after you get your virtual queue. So just like in the past, when you have gotten lucky and got in the virtual queue, if you have ever been to Disney World or Disneyland and gotten in the virtual queue for any of their attractions, you know exactly what I mean. The virtual queue goes live at 7 a.m., but by like 7 a.m. in five seconds, it's already sold out because there's that many people trying to get into the system. So it goes away like really fast. All the spots go away. So then you get a second opportunity for the virtual queue to try in the afternoon. You do have to be in the park in order for you to try on the second time. Um, you know, the second session, you do have to be in the park in order for you to try to score the reservation for that Um virtual queue. Again, let's talk about what the virtual queue is. The virtual queue is you being in line, but not stuck in the line. If that doesn't make any sense, let me tell you this. So imagine 
you getting in line for the ride and waiting four hours, okay? Then you lose four hours of your time that you could be enjoying anywhere else in the park, you know, doing attractions, having a meal, going to the bathroom, whatever. I don't care what you do with the four hours, you know, but you are losing those four hours because you're going to be stuck in the queue physically, okay? Whereas if you take the virtual queue and they tell you, right, this is at 7 a.m. when you get in the virtual queue, they tell you you're coming back at one o'clock. That means that from the moment the park opens until maybe 20 minutes or so before one o'clock or at one o'clock, doesn't matter. You, you get an hour window from your time for you to come back to the queue. From the moment the park opens until your time is up and your um, boarding group is full, you get to enjoy the park all that time while you are quote unquote waiting in line for the ride. Okay, so basically what it does, it saves your spot in the line so that you're not physically stuck in there and then you're allowed to go somewhere else. But now think about it if there was no virtual queues, right? The way that you value your time will make a whole lot of difference. If you are not, if there were no virtual queue available and all you have to do is get in line like you do for every other single ride, imagine how long are you willing to stay on that line? Are you willing to stay on that line for three hours, four hours so that you can ride those two minutes in the uh, Lysicle, or will you rather be doing something else? Okay, so I hear from a lot of people and I feel you because it is disappointing when you don't get your spot in the virtual queue. Okay, but I hear from people saying, I am devastated that I didn't get in. Don't let that ruin your vacation. If you are not willing to surf to stand four hours in a line, okay, you weren't gonna do it unless you got the virtual queue. Now, there is another chance that you can ride the ride twice if you are willing to pay the price. And that means that you buy your individual lighting lane ticket to go and ride the ride, and you can still have the opportunity to enter the virtual queue in there, okay? So you can get to ride it twice if you get the virtual queue and if you buy the lighting lane pass. Now, if you are in a tight budget, you don't wanna spend any more, more money on that, you don't have to buy the lighting lane the individual lining lane um, ticket, but you do have to understand that not everybody's trying for the same ride and not everybody's gonna get it, okay? Because it's not feasible to have everybody in the park on the same line at once. So they have to distribute the crowds and there's only a certain amount of people that they will allow on a boarding group. So if you miss it, that's the other thing you gotta know because we got in the queue and we missed it. Tron, um, Lysical Run, they are not allowing you to come back later. If you absolutely miss your window, you miss your window. Okay, you don't get to come back later and try because there's a certain amount of people that they're allowing, you know, to go through and have certain capacity that they have to, to keep for safety reasons and for, you know, to give better maintenance and to make sure that everybody has a good experience. So don't be that person. If they say, no, you cannot join, I was like, oh, dang it, okay, well, I couldn't, you know, I had my chance and I missed it. That happened to us. My friend and I, my uh, fellow travel agent and I, we were doing uh, resort tours and we came back and it was too late and they didn't allow us to do it, but we still went and did something else at the parks, okay? So there's that possibility. Now the ride, you to get, you, you have to be able to, um, if you're in a wheelchair, you have to be able to move from your wheelchair, you know, to another uh, vehicle, whether it is the motorcycle looking one or it is um, one of the special seats at the end of the um, 
I guess I'm going to call it train for lack of a better word, uh, where it's a special card in which you actually get to sit down. So they do have seats for you to try on to make sure that you are able to, to latch, you know, the way that it will be safe for you to ride this ride. And they are outside right before you enter the physical building for Tron. So if you want to test that out, you can do that in there. If you want to take your chances when you get in the actual ride, and if it doesn't latch, then they will allow you to ride the other um, boat, no boat, the other little cart, you know, where you actually sit in there. Um, uh, what I'm saying is that some people who have like really white calves cannot ride this ride on the motorcycle end of things, but they can actually sit down and still enjoy the ride just on the other little cart. So please keep that in mind. Again, these things are not done so that you are um, shamed or embarrassed or, you know, um, because they're not inclusive. These are things that are engineered for your safety. Okay, so if these things are not meeting the safety standards they need to meet, you will not be able to ride. And it is for your own safety. They're trying to keep you alive and keep you safe. Okay, so that's um, another thing that you need to consider when it comes to the Tron ride. Again, when I say the queue, even on the virtual queue, the wait is really long. I'm talking about possibly an hour waiting before you actually go in. So give yourself plenty of time. Don't schedule anything right after your ride. Say your work call to your boarding group is at one o'clock and you schedule something for 1.30, more than likely you will not make it to 1.30. Okay, more than likely you will be there still until 2, 2.15, 2.20, something like that. So give yourself plenty of room to experience this and take in all the detail. You do have lockers because you're not allowed to bring anything with you on the ride except your cell phone or maybe your glasses. If you can put them on the little, um, there's like a little case where you can put it in there. The case does not latch. There's not any kind of security features. So if you don't want to risk your cell phone or your wallet or whatever else you didn't leave in your locker, um, I will think twice before you do that. Um, so the, the lockers, they open either with your magic band or your ticket and you are able to um, put all your stuff in there and then come back with your magic band and your ticket and retrieve your package. Okay, so hopefully, this clears up when it comes to uh, Tron ride. So also, if you're able to snag a ticket for the evening, I think that it's absolutely the best time to ride it. Not only because it's cooler, but also because it looks amazing with all the neon lights. So having uh, uh, done the ride both times, I mean, yeah, like in the morning and in the evening, I definitely prefer the evening because I think it's better. It looks much cooler. So, okay, um, enough time talking about Tron. Let's talk about Baby Yoda. And, <laughs> okay, no Baby Yoda. All those people who are, like, super fans will come after me. I just I just think Baby Yoda is cute. It's a ter term of endearment, right? I know his name is Grogu, and he is the cutest thing ever. Like, absolutely ever. So I normally don't wait around for a long time for anything right i'm always on the go trying to get things done but i was on a mission to see grogu and obviously grogu's dad uh the mandalorian so i was in uh, hollywood studios galaxy's hedge twice on that visit and i was waiting for mando and grogu to show up 
So we were told by a cast member kind of to wait right before the entrance of the market, and that's usually where he'll like comes out. Um, but that's not what we actually experienced because there's actually two entrances or exits, exits, exits if you want to call it, where the characters go. And so we ended up being like on, I guess you can call it the wrong side of the market because he came through the market after we were waiting there for an hour and a half. I was that sucker waiting for an hour and a half for him. And he ended up coming through the market. By the time he got to where we were, he was already surrounded, like insanely surrounded by people. He does not um, do formal meet and greets. So please, please, please do not, for all that is good and gracious, do not swear to your kids that they will be taking a picture with Grogu or the, the Mandalorian unless you are already right next to them and you're about to take the picture because there will be a lot of broken hearts and little kids. And I hate that. I hate to see that with the little kids. I don't want you to promise them something that you cannot absolutely deliver. And so the problem on that situation is that he chooses people at random from the crowd to come and meet Grogu and to take pictures with him. So not everybody who is around him blocking the way will get to meet the Mandalorian. You'll get to see him, but you won't 100% for sure meet him. I hope that makes sense because we were in the crowd for a while. We follow him from spot to spot where he was like walking, you know, just like um, with the baby hanging from his side on the little satchel thingy and... We follow him, and my friend was able, she was chosen. She was chosen. I'm not bitter. <laughs> she was chosen to take a picture with Mando, but she was in a different section from where I was, right? So I didn't get chosen, but I took several pictures and videos from him, um, uh, of him. And so I still was so happy that I got to see him, but I did not get to meet him. Okay? So there's a difference. You don't get to say hi. You don't get to touch the baby. Uh, and, you know. The things that you normally would want to do with a character, you don't get to do those things because you weren't chosen. So keep that in mind when you go in there. You will be able to see him just much like you see um, the Stormtroopers. You can see Kylo Ren. You can see Rey. You can see Vi. You can see um, Chewbacca. You will not get to just like hang around and you know, like take pictures with them. It's not insured, but you might get to do it. However, you will get to see them. Here's the reason why, and I'm going to explain this uh, to you so that you understand what you see when you are there. They're not ignoring you when they're walking away from you, okay? There is a, a skit, if you want to call it that, a plot that is taking place in Galaxy's Edge. So if you see um, Chewbacca and Vi and... Um, Ray walking away from you as you're talking to them. Pay attention to their facial expressions. I guess on Chewbacca you can't really tell much, but you know, like you will be able to tell they are actually hiding from the first order, right? So you will have Chewie, Ray, and uh, Bai on one end of Galaxy's Edge, and you will have the first order, the stormtroopers, um, some of the first order members. Uh, and Kylo Ren on the opposite end, okay? So you will see, not that they're evading you, but they are in character, okay? They are trying to stay hidden from the enemy while the enemy is looking for them. So keep that in mind, 
and maybe hide with them rather than like try to tell them, hey, come give me a hug, you know, because it does happen. You, they do give hugs. They do take pictures. But you'll be able to tell if they're locked on one spot and they're not moving from there, that's the time to take pictures. If they're just walking, then they are in character and they are trying to get something accomplished according to their plot, you know, or everything that's happening in Galaxy's Edge. So um, it's nothing personal. It's not about your kid. It's not that they didn't like your kid. It's not like they thought your kid was the worst. That's not it. Or they grown up, you know, they didn't think you were like the worst thing ever. They are just in character. So unless they are stopping to take pictures, like literally to take pictures, they are in character and they're like hiding from the first order. And same with the, the troopers. They don't just like go around posing for people. Like it's very rarely that they actually stop to take pictures. And the same thing with Kylo. You're more than likely to catch a light uh, or short video than you are to take a picture with them. Okay, so um, I'm not sure what's going on. I keep getting all these notifications and I apologize for all the sounds that you get every time I get a a notification. Okay, last thing on this episode that we're going to talk about, my review on Moana. Was it worth the wait? Yes, it was worth the wait. Was, was that an insane wait? Yes. So this was on the same trip. I waited the same amount of time for Moana as I did for Mando. So it was about an hour and a half that I waited for her. She um, is an animal kingdom, and you will find her from 9 a.m., and uh, back then it was until 3 o'clock. That was the last time that they would let people in because she's part of one of the parades in Magic Kingdom, so she has to leave Animal Kingdom to go to Magic Kingdom. Uh, So Moana has a huge setup you know, like on the very back, but she is right next to the bathrooms as you go over the bridge into Dino Land, okay? So they, um, apologies, another message. So they are, it has a small sign that says Moana and then kind of like the times where you can see her. So if you go over the bridge, you're already past it, okay? So it's between the bathrooms and the bridge. It's like a tiny little pathway and that's where you get the line to, to be in line for Moana. Okay, so she makes it worth your time. She interacts wonderful with people. You'll, you'll be able to talk with her, ask her questions about the movies, you know, all the great interactions that you have. But she is a brand new character in the area. Thus, she is very, very, very popular. And because of that, the line gets pretty long. So I'm going to give you an advice. Go potty right next to it. You know, just go to the bathrooms in there before you get in the line. And before you get in the line, go across the road from where you are going to be waiting, there is a food stand and grab a snack. Then come over and get in line with your snack. And after you are like, you know, like not going to be going to the bathroom while you're waiting for her or your little ones and get in line. Sunblock or an umbrella will be your best friends because the sun is kind of brutal and there is not really anything to cover you from the sun while you are waiting for her. Uh, the, like I said, the wait is long. There is no a DAS pass for Moana. There is no a DAS pass for the Mandalorian. If you want to meet this character, you're going to be waiting. You're going to be in the sun. You're going to be out in the open. And so be prepared for those things. Now, is she gorgeous? She is gorgeous. Is she charismatic? She is the most charismatic creature I've ever met. And she was amazing. And I will absolutely wait for her again. As a matter of fact, I did <laughs> later when I went back on a trip. Uh, so I will I will do it again because she is just amazing. But please let your little girls know 
that is going to take a while. Bring some toys for them to play with. Um, and then be mindful of the line. Always when you are in line, stay to the right rather than cover the entire pathway. Sometimes people have to leave to go to the bathroom. Sometimes people have an emergency. I was in a situation in which one of the three girls that I had with me on my trip was about to pass out. She was about to throw up and people will not move unless you want to have something like that, like shower you or happened on you. I will suggest to stay on the right and clear the path on the left so that people can walk by if they need to. Okay. So other than that, this is my review on Tron um, meeting or <laughs> seeing uh, Grogu and meeting Moana again. Please be aware that time, this, these three different situations took a lot of time to accomplish. So you will either rope drop for like Moana when she opens at 9 a.m., like go in there and get on the first line. Or um, same with Tron, you know, like try to get the virtual queue or get the earliest or the latest ticket that you can get. Um, but it's going to take time. So be patient on these things. It's nothing personal. It's nothing that Disney has against you. Uh, there's no way around those things. You will have to wait. It's because they are brand new attractions, brand new characters to meet. And a lot of people are looking for them. So other than that, stay hydrated. Put your sunblock and get your snacks so that you can wait patiently for any of these two experiences. I'll be back with another episode soon. I already have my notes of what we're going to be talking about. And I think I might just give you a little <laughs> a little um, intro of that. So there have been new changes to Genie Plus. You know, episode 19, I believe, I was talking about um, how to use Genie Plus while the way to use it is still the same. You still have to wait the two hours or use your last um, uh, Genie Plus ticket. Uh, you you have new things uh, to learn, new cost, new way to uh, get it. Now, um, I'll be talking about all of that and touching base also on another thing that I mentioned, I believe on episode 15, which was about Merida and Maribel, uh, because that has um, started taking place, those changes as well. So I'll be talking about that on my next episode. So until then, if you're not following me on social media, you should definitely go to Facebook and find Jessica dash happily ever after travel. It's Jessica Bell dash happily ever after travel or find me on TikTok at JB heat travel. And that is A G A T R A V E L. So J-B-H-E-R-T, you know, I just spelled it out for you, J-B-H-E-A-T-R-A-V-E-L, travel. And that's a TikTok or find me on Instagram at uh, let's do this podcast. And, and that is this D-I-E, D-I-S. <laughs> my god i can't even talk i need some food okay i'll talk to you guys later uh follow me on social media if you are not i'll be giving you more reviews like i said i just came back from disneyland in universal so i have all the scoop from those parks have an amazing and wonderful day bye